0: Welcome to Design Much with Andy and Patrick. See how that's done live.
1: <laughs> it's <fun>. Never before. <laughs> Usually we're in a closet somewhere. Hey, Andy. Hey, Patrick. How's it going? Good, man. It's weird holding a
0: mic. It is, and yeah. Talking
1: in front of these people.
0: These people, are welcome. Thanks for coming, guys. And Patrick, did you know this I is didn't. episode fifty? number 50. This is episode 50. That's like a milestone, right, Andy? I think so. I think so.
1: <laughs> Don't clap. It's easy to hit the record button, guys. <laughs> Anybody can do it. <laughs> our podcast oh. is
0: getting older, though. I mean, we've already passed our midlife crisis, right? We got our yeah, sports yeah. car. We went through. I got a vet. Stingray, yeah. like a yeah. 78. That Sting red ran. one. Yeah. So I think we're good. I think we're maturing. Mm-hmm.
1: I think we are. <laughs> What, what is our, uh, Andy, hey, for, for episode 50, we're live, we're live in the hive, right? I think so. This is the product hive. Live in the hive. That's the episode. Live in the hive. Um, what's our topic? What's our first topic? Submitted by people sitting in front of us right now. Hopefully, yeah. they're all here.
0: Uh, exactly. They better be here. <laughs> you don't have any right. All right. So we are going to do um, the third submitted topic.
1: Randomly generated. Randomly generated. We didn't use this, we used that.
0: That's right. (laughs) It's too hard to
1: use. Randomly generated topic.
0: (laughs) So um, the topic comes from um, Andy Wantanabe. Are you here, Andy? Not here. Is that forgivable? Man, Man. okay.
1: Well, we're recording, just run with it.
0: (laughs) So um, Andy wants to know, how can I do a better job of collecting and disseminate user research across an organization? How do you do that, Andy? How do you do that? So <laughs> collecting user research, of course, is you have to start talking to your users, right? You have yeah. to actually talk to them, and the important part of collecting research, I think, is actually you know, writing that down, so capturing that research. So that's definitely um, step two of, of getting this research. Collecting. Collecting <clears throat> the research. And there's a lot, of, a lot of ways you can do this, of course. You can have somebody help you take notes when you're on your calls, when you're doing your observations. Um, and you're gonna want to capture research that is, that is helpful to help you make the decisions you need in order to you know, create a design, right, Patrick? Yeah.
1: How
0: do, how do you do in research at Workfront? Um, we are doing um, really great research there where we actually have, we use an app called Notion. Oh, yeah. um, and we also use Zoom um, to record our calls and so what we'll do is we'll you know, get on phone calls with our users, and they will, will, those calls will be recorded, and Zoom will also um, transcribe those calls. Um, so we also invite a note taker. We always definitely want a note taker in one of our calls. So somebody who's gonna come and just take notes, that's all they're gonna worry about. So the person who's doing the research, doing the talking, asking the question, doesn't have to worry about taking those notes. Yeah, so when you say we, it's you and who else? Um, we have a user research user researcher oh, okay. um, who's really great. Um, we also just invite if she can't make it, we invite anybody else—a PM, um, another designer, um, or even an engineer—that'll come in and um, take those notes. And then from there, we we will actually go and we'll have those notes. We can take videos from Zoom and transcribe those videos, and you know, go over things that we thought were interesting, and we'll take um, some some key takeaways that we want to make. Um, that we wanna take away from that one user call. Um, and all of those things are gonna bubble up. So when let's say I have five to 10 user calls. Um, they all have those key takeaways. I, as a designer, need to go in and look at all of that information and turn it into um, actual results. I need to say yeah. all of these calls together meant this one thing. Here's a, t- a takeaway. Here's another takeaway, so I need to like, actually put all that information together, you know, go through the bottleneck of you know, being the designer and understanding what it is you need. <laughs> the um, bottleneck of being a designer? The bottleneck of being a designer. The bottleneck of your design process. Designers are always the bottleneck. We are the bottleneck aren't we? <laughs> Um So we, t- we take those notes, we, we make those key takeaways. And so I think the next step, of course, is you wanna share that information. You don't just want to have it live somewhere not just live in your head or just live in some Google Doc somewhere you actually want to share oh. it, right, Patrick? Um, so I think how, it's do you, a, how do you
1: get it out? How do you, like, you can create a report, um, uh-huh. but the problem is we've talked to, like, Danielle, or uh, what's her uh, Danielle Green. Danielle Green, yeah. yeah. Uh, we talked to her about getting that report out. She has, like, a simple report she uses over at Jane, and she sends that out, and it's always available for people. Um, I think one thing I've learned in the last like few months, anyway, is like individually talking to people.
0: So Like, like going around actually,
1: and individually talking to people about the research.
0: You're telling them sp- individually what's going, what happened in your research.
1: Yeah, just go around. Like, go over to sales, go over to <laughs> CS. <laughs> so you know, just like just talk to people individually. Just stroll
0: on sales and I got yeah. something to tell you, right? Yeah. Okay.
1: Be like, hey, hey, tap them on the shoulder uh-huh. and then go to the other side, like that trick. <laughs> um
0: i love that trick we do that yeah that's why
1: you quit that's why i quit that's why you quit canopy i'm sorry i did that every day (laughs) um yeah i I started to realize that that's that's a good way to do it because then you can sit down with people and they you can have a conversation with them because if you just send them a report you don't know if people are going to like read it or look at it or Mm -hmm. understand what it really means um i don't know i guess you could present it to people too you could have like yeah you have like a, didn't she say she was
0: doing that for a while, like a weekly stand-up kind of thing? I think she did. I think she also said she has a, a newsletter, too, that she sends oh, out. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Um, like an so email I, newsletter? I think that would be also a great way to do it. So I think – and some, the biggest thing that I learned from that episode with Danielle is she has, like, three things – it was like three to five things that she learned from her research, Yeah, um, and those are the only things that she's really sharing with everybody.
1: The main things, and then if you are more interested, you can dig deeper into it, right? Exactly. I was hoping she had like a newsletter, like a printed out newsletter, with like the cool header at the top. A printed out one? Yeah, like the old days, you know, Word Perfect days, where you printed that little newsletter? Yeah. You did that, right? Of course I did that, yeah. With the border and stuff? <laughs> yeah. um, yeah, just getting it out to people. But yeah, the, the key thing, I think, is being more conversational about it and then being, having, having it be simple, right? Mm-hmm. Not like some big complicated report with a bunch of pie charts or long paragraphs or yeah. like, not like a case study.
0: Right? Mm-hmm. You don't want a case study. You want something more simple. That's true because uh, the big part of it is just to help you make a decision as a designer and also communicate why you made that decision. Yeah. So you really want it to be very simple. You don't need an entire big thing because no one's gonna read all of it. No, nobody reads, man. Some people read. Some people do?
1: Yeah. Do you read?
0: Sometimes, yeah. yeah sometimes. I read jewel poems. <laughs> jewel poems, do you wanna read a jewel poem? No, I don't. Oh. That's just you. have already read That's this. my me time. I get it. That's my me time. I
1: get it. Yeah, that's for you. That's, that's not for, for later, you guys. No, that's for the unwind time later yeah. tonight, right? In front of the fire, with the like cozy PM. socks on. Yeah. Do we do we get that one? That one's good. I think right? we did. How do we you don't want to go too long. That? We want to do some more <laughs> topics. We could probably do that one like a whole episode. Yeah. Let's do another one.
0: All right. Pick another one. Let's pick another one. Pick a good. Pick, pick a really good one. A really good one. And pick somebody that's here. <laughs> somebody that's here. All right, so... Um, Randomly pick somebody that's here. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, here's a great topic um, from friend of the show... That's a long paragraph. That's a long paragraph, but so that's not Wait, the one I'm picking. Wait, no, that's not the one, okay. No. A great topic from friend of the show, Nick Bluth. Nick, Nick Bluth. Nick's over here. Thank you, Nick, for sending this. He scene.
1: volunteered to do the audio engineering today.
0: Oh, what, a guy. Yeah. what a guy. What a guy. I owe him lunch. <laughs> So, um, Nick wants to know, um, 10 tips for pissing off your users.
1: 10 tips for pissing off your users.
0: So, this yes. is important stuff. We should know this. Yes. We've never done this. This is,
1: this is crazy. We've never pissed off our users ever. No. no. Not that I can think of, anyway. <laughs> uh, 10 tips. 10 tips. Uh, I would start with, don't listen to them. Just that's ignore them.
0: That's, that's something I've heard a lot. They, they're not a fan of that. Yeah.
1: Just ignore them completely. Mm-hmm. You know better than them.
0: Yeah, right? you are the designer, right? Yeah, they don't know how to design things. So
1: ignore them. Build what you want, and then that'll take them off really quickly yeah. when they try to use it. Yeah, and then they'll leave, and then uh, yeah, then your
0: churn numbers go down and all that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so one I got. I'm gonna jump in. Yeah, jump in. Um, another one is have lots of chicken switches in your application. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and if and if you guys don't know a chicken switch is, it's w- one of those you've seen. I hate them more than Lacroix. Times, That's how bad they are. More than Lacroix. Yep. So have you ever been met? Um, basically, have you ever been um, given the the dialogue? Are you sure? Right. So if a user sees a file, let's say they're looking at a file, mm-hmm. they click delete that file. Yep. Because they want to delete it. Are you sure you want to delete that file?
1: And then the user, and then they're like, Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure because I hit delete. Yes. That's why I'm sure.
0: I read this label that said delete, and I clicked on it. (laughs) And sometimes I had to click in like a kebab menu and then see the delete. And then I'm getting, so it was like three steps to get rid of this file, right? Mm
1: -hmm. And then I get, are you sure you want to do that? Mm
0: -hmm. Because you're
1: dumb and you don't know how to run a (laughs) computer, do you? So you sure you want to do that? Yeah. Our software shouldn't trust people. That's That's a good, yeah, Yeah. it shouldn't trust people. The one thing people don't like, or the one thing, (laughs) did I say that right? (laughs) I don't know what I'm going to say. Uh, no, that really makes people happy when the, when, the, when the app constantly asks them if they're sure about doing something. Yeah. Or if they, like, know what they're doing. Yeah. They're really, it makes them feel real confident. Um, on that side, too, uh, another point would be do listen to your users, right? Okay. But listen to only what they want.
0: Hmm. Right? So, they hate that, is what you're saying. They
1: hate that because you build them what they want, and then you realize it's not. They, they wanted it, but they didn't know, like, it wasn't good for them. Yeah, it's
0: not what they needed, right? Yeah, that's right. That's a good one.
1: You got any more? We got 10. We got three.
0: <laughs> I, think, I think along those lines, too. Um, confirmation toasts. Too confirmation many confirmation toasts. toasts. Um, so, w- are what you I mean sure? Sh- is that, that the R, are you sure? It's not an are you sure. It's. Um, you completed this action, but doing it too many times, more than is yeah. needed, and also if it like oh, yeah. goes in front of other content in the application. Um, yeah, we got people shaking their heads out here. Yeah, they're pissed off right now, thinking about it. <laughs> I can it. see it. I can feel the pressure.
1: Yeah, you you did a ta- You created a task. Congratulations. Yeah. Confetti. I, we just we just used a new to give you an example. <laughs> we just switched over. My company switched over to a new cap table software, and that new cap table software. Uh, I had to go in and accept all my grants that I've had. I've been there four years, so I had a I had a handful of grants. So I go in to accept all of those grants, and every time I accept a grant, the whole entire page gave me confetti, and said congratulations, you accepted your grant. Like I did something really hard. <laughs> and then I had to go back to the cap table, the, the cap table view, and do it again every time. Like, that's annoying. That's annoying. Too I'm many sorry, of those. I had to go through that, man. Yeah. Who uses MailChimp? Yeah. Who, li- who likes the monkey at the end every time you send a campaign? He does. Thumbs up. If you did that 10 times a day, 20,000 20, times a day, that would get annoying, right? Mm-hmm. That could piss off a user, even though it's cute. Um oh, I got one. I got one. Release new UI. <laughs> release new UI during a time when your users are super busy. Yes. We do that at canopy. <laughs> <laughs> and, we've, we've learned our lesson. Uh, yeah, they don't like that. Mm-hmm. Like so at canopy, we do tech software, So when we release uh, last year we released like a button. That's what we did. It was a button. It was like a new thing, a button. And uh, we released it and made a bunch of people angry Mm -hmm. because they don't sleep between, I don't know if you guys know this, our our live studio audience, you know this, accountants don't sleep between February and April ever. (laughs) And so by like March, the end of March, if the UI changes, no matter what it changes, like, yeah, they want to murder somebody. And usually it's us that they want to murder. So not being sensitive to change is a good way to tick off your users. Yeah. That's a great one. I would got? say
0: another one. This is thinking back to Canopy as well. Um, a lot of Canopy lot of stuff canopy pissing stuff. off users. We had a lot Thanks. of pissed off users at canopy, Thanks,
1: Andy. Let's, let's jump into how Workfront does it too, all right? <laughs> no, we don't piss off our users. We're actually <laughs> great.
2: <laughs> Are you guys hiring? No, just kidding. <laughs> okay. <well. laughs>
0: So I remember something our <laughs> users hated. Um, so again, at Canopy, our users were um, tax professionals, They're CPAs, right? And they really hated, um, again, on those toasts we had. We had like thumbs up, really cute oh, animations. Yeah, yeah. They really hated having like whimsical. Um, they remember. Yeah, they really hated having whimsical design. They wanted. It was like whoop, whoop, You did it. Yeah, it was like. Woo-woo. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was like, <laughs> like. It was like oh snap! If we got people writing in saying this is. This is not professional. Yeah, not this professional. Is not how I, this is not the environment I want to work in.
1: They're like, I have, I have seven master's degrees. Yeah, I don't need, I don't need a computer to, to tell me, snap, something broken. Yeah. Oh, snap! <laughs> uh, uh, not improving the product, Andy. Mm. I brought up improving the product during the wrong time, but also not improving the product. Yes. Right, like not, not changing the product enough. It gets stale. People don't like. When their app gets stale, That's they true. want to refresh. I agree with that. Right, every right. once in a while. What else you got? That's like seven, eight. It sounded like ten. right? Was that ten? <laughs> I don't know. I got
0: one more in my list. Do it. I don't have
1: any more. Uh, improving the product too quickly. Mm. I just said. I just said they they don't like when you improve the product,
0: but now I'm saying when you do it too quickly, they don't like that either. So You're saying there's like a, a fine line. There's a balance you get to, to do it. it the right? right time, but not too fast, not too slow. There's an art form to it. Apparently. Weird. (laughs) Um,
1: Is that it? There's probably a thousand other things. Oh, there's plenty. And depending on what, depending on what, uh, where you work, what your software is, there's many more that deal specifically with with those users, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, what's our next topic? All right. Good one, Nick. (laughs) I hope that was 10, Nick. Close enough, all right.
0: All right. So our next topic comes from Jake Madsen.
1: Jake Madsen is he here now?
0: No. No. He's not here. <laughs> so Jake wants to know how do you recognize and avoid burnout? Um, you recognize
1: it when you have a panic attack. That panic would be attack. that would be a good time to recognize that you're. Do you do you always recognize that out? you're
0: having a panic attack? I've I, I can't say I've I had think, one. I think I think sometimes
1: you think you're having a heart attack. Okay but that's really a panic attack. Okay. So uh, At least <laughs> in my case, that's what it's always been. If you're
0: having a heart attack, you might uh, not know if it's a heart attack or not. Yeah. I don't know. And then don't assume
1: it's, it's a panic attack if you feel like you're having a heart attack, by the way. <laughs> please go to the hospital if you feel like you're having a heart attack. Um, <laughs> the, other, the other one for burnout, I think, is complacency. Mm-hmm. I would say complacency, if you start feeling really like, I kind of like, I used to like my job, now I don't really like my job that much, or I used to like my job, but meh. Yeah. like that kind of thing, I think you might be in a burnout period of mm-hmm. time and you just need a break, man.
0: I also think like, you might not be self-aware that you're burned out. Because mm-hmm. if you're complacent and, you're, and you're, you might be happy with that and you might not, realizing, you might not realize you're actually improving um, as a designer, um, I think it would be important to actually talk about this stuff with your manager. Your manager actually might be noticing that you, yeah. are, that you aren't really doing anything new that you might, be, you might appear to be bored, and you're not really trying hard, and you might be able to recognize through that that maybe I am burned out.
1: Yeah, that's what they're there for, too, right? Yeah, I think so. You, you, might, also, you might also be uh, burned out if <laughs> you never go home. Yes. You don't have a life outside of work. Mm-hmm. Uh, you are working late nights, like two, three in the morning.
0: All you think about is work.
1: All you think about is work. You might be getting burned out. Yeah. Yeah. So how do you fix that? Oh, by the way, the 1, the one to 2 a.m. hour of the day is the best hour of the day, by the
0: way. Right, Weston? 1 to 2 a.m.?
1: Yeah, it's the best hour of the day. Why? Go out on your back porch at 1 a.m. Okay.
0: It's so quiet. That's the devil's you hour,
1: deer man. running around. <laughs> it's the devil's hour. <laughs> Only in Utah County. Yeah. <laughs> Only in Utah County is that the devil's hour. Okay, so to avoid burnout, um, I would say pace yourself.
0: Pace yourself, okay.
1: Pace yourself, right? Like when you start a new job, you jump in and you want to do everything, mm-hmm. and then you get burned out really quickly. You try to take on too many projects, you try to do too much stuff. So pace it out, pace yourself a little bit.
0: Yeah, so just take it slow, right? So then yeah. But you also, when you, when you start a new job, though, when you start something new, like you said, you, you do want to actually perform well and prove yourself as a person, yeah. as a designer, right?
1: But you can, you can pace that out. You can, you can
0: better manage your time. Sure. You can be more organized. Yeah. I think it's important to, like, have, um, as I said, like, you're, if you're always thinking about work, that, um, I think it's important to have, like, a cutoff time. Like, you have some mm-hmm. new time. You, you know, just like I said, you read jewel poems by the fire. That's some you time, right? Um, you want some time away from work to help, help pace yourself. And you, by, the, by, that, by doing that, you're going to pace yourself, right?
1: Yeah. Automatically. Going to pace it out. Um, I think sleep is good. The times that I feel burned out, I'm not sleeping very well. Hmm. So get some sleep. That always helps. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Even at work. Even at work. Just take a nap at work. Go out in the parking lot in your car. Yeah, that's true. Take a little nap. Yeah. Meditate. I've done that. Have you? Just lock the doors. <laughs> You'll be fine. Turn your car off. Don't idle. Save the save the air.
0: Hey, that that wasn't right, that wasn't part of this. We're not we're not talking about saving the air. Oh, right now.
1: but <laughs> anxiety that goes back. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, yeah, just a, I think I I really think just avoiding burnout is not taking too much on. Mm-hmm. Like understanding your what you can do, what you can't do, and then not going too far.
0: Yeah, and I think it's you know, not taking too much its time. hard to realize how much you can or can't do. Like, it's hard to know. Like, if you get a new project, you get a lot of projects, you might be able to know, I can't do this. But you might not be able to be at a place where you can track, like, I can do all these projects. Yeah. But I think it's important along the way to, like, check yourself and see, am I overloaded? Maybe talk to somebody um, and kind of just take the time to, to notice what's going on. Well, you might have to take on projects to kind of understand that threshold of where you,
1: yeah, like you said. Yeah, absolutely. Who's, who, who in our audience has been burned out before? Raise of hands. See, you guys all know. You all know this too well. What's our, uh, what's our next topic? <laughs>
0: Should keep cranking through these? Let's do it. Ooh. Okay, so our next, next topic... Um, Wait, did I lose a topic? Did we already do all our <laughs> topics, Patrick? No, we have one more. Oh, that's right. One more there in the bank. Is. sorry. Um, so this is from David Nell. Is David here?
1: Nobody uh. who turned in a topic <laughs> is here.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Dave Crow, yeah, Dave Krill, Crow, cool snuff. Thanks, Dave Yeah, Crow. thanks, Dave Crow, for the topic. <laughs> Dave Crow sent us, how does design fit into Scrum Agile? Uh, my company is adopting Scrum and we're having a mighty hard time figuring out how and where design happens in relation to sprints. Uh, it's causing a lot of confusion and endless discussion. Please help. Anybody else have this problem? Raise your hand. I, yeah. Sometimes.
0: What do you think, Andy? Oh,
1: this is super When does easy. design happen? This is super easy? When does,
0: no, it's not, <laughs> it's not super easy. But when does design happen? Um, You know, my my old Agile coach would be very proud to Mm -hmm. hear me say this. Tim. Tim. Shout out to Tim. Shout out to Tim. (laughs) Um, You you need to have, as a team, you have to have a definition of ready and a definition of done. Yeah. Um, And what that means is... So when, we're, when these questions are like Scrum and Agile, we're talking about basically we're ready to build a design. We have something ready that we're, we're actually going to work on. We're going to code this out. So be, before we actually start coding it, um, the design has to be ready. Otherwise, um, I think Dave, we're going to run into the same problem that David has here. Everyone's going to be running around. No one's going to know what's, gonna go on, what's mm-hmm. going on. So having a definition of ready means you have your design ready, you have all of the requirements needed in order for the developers to meet that design. Um, You have the purpose of the whole design mapped out in terms of a hypothesis, um, the problems it's gonna solve. Um, When we have everything in place that, that they need in order to work on it, that it has met the definition of ready. At that point, then they're able to start um, working on this. You're able to start breaking this down um, with your scrum team into sprints, or if you're doing like Agile, and like Kanban, you can break it down into cards, and basically you can start that time boxing. Yeah. So to to answer his question, like design comes before all of this, mm-hmm. but you have to have good definitions in place in order to meet it.
1: Yeah, I like that, the definition of what is ready and what is done when it's complete. Because otherwise, too, I think designers uh, just as designers in our nature, we just keep designing until mm. somebody stops us. <laughs> yeah. So, because um, well, we don't have to is, stop ourselves.
0: A design is never finished, Patrick. No, you can always tweak stop?
1: things. You can always move things around. You can always. Stops, right? We've been doing this with some of the designs that work right now. We're arguing about where to put things and all. We just keep doing this. We're mm-hmm. just designers, right? We just keep doing this all day long. We're like a hamster in a wheel, right? That's right. Just keep running. Um, so it is nice to have those. I think, too, one thing to recognize, and this is what I would tell Dave. Uh, Dave Crow and Dave. Nell, the thing I would <laughs> that I would tell them is design happens before, during, and after the whole entire process. I think sometimes, uh, I think sometimes people try to slot design in before, and then it's like, oh, get everything done right, and then and then try to squish it all into this like development thing, like uh-huh. this development sprint. But you have to be there to support that team when they're building it. And then you have to be there after to make sure it's been built correctly. Oh, absolutely! And you have to be there after to make sure that it's actually working for people. So, like, design is design is always there. Mm -hmm. So, like, where to fit it in? It doesn't fit in. It's always there.
0: It's just kind of morphs into different phases. Yeah, and yeah, the thing as I mentioned before, like if you have your thing ready, it meets that definition of ready. You're going to actually start building and find out that's not going to work. Yeah. (laughs) Once you start building, Mm -hmm. that happens every time. Um, and so those things are always changing, right? Yeah. And so, yeah, you absolutely have to go back and design. You have to continue other designs. Um, so you, I agree, you absolutely are designing at all points. Even after you've shipped something, you're yeah. still designing it.
1: Well, and to that point, too, you have two roles as a designer. You have the, we're building, um, we're ideating and building a future product, mm-hmm. a future feature, and then you're also supporting at the same time, yep. generally, like if you're working with a dev team. Unless, mm-hmm. unless you're lucky enough to have two designers And you can split that somehow, but Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's just it's all the time. Have some guidelines, have some rules around
0: it. Yeah, and you're going to want to sit down with your team and define what those rules are and those guidelines. Yeah, and Um, they would
1: change. They would change per project too, right? Yeah, depending on what the project is. Mm -hmm. Because some stuff designs really fast, really quick. It's ready, easy. Other times, it's way more expensive. Yeah
0: which is why it's important, of course, to have your entire team, so including your developers, your QA, involved in the design process so that they can actually know what what they're going to be building in the future and be able to make good estimations. So when it comes time to actually break down the work that needs to be done, they can make really good estimations. They can know exactly what's going on. And it's not like mm-hmm. a waterfall approach where you are throwing it over the, the wall, giving them a design, and then you know, they spend all this time to build it, right?
1: Yeah, well, that'd be the whole point The whole point of Agile is that you're embedded with your yeah. development team as a product team, right? So you're there supporting them the entire time. Mm-hmm. Um, did we take care of that one? I think we did. Is that one good? Is that one good?
0: Got some head nods. Yeah. Very good.
1: <laughs> Case closed, we need to gavel. <laughs> uh, well, Andy, I have a special, we do this from time to time, I have a special thing that's been on my mind. Talking to a coworker about this, uh, Cybertruck. Okay. I want to talk about Cybertruck. Michael, Michael over here, friend of the show, Michael Nelson. <laughs> his his thing was Cybertruck, dislike or raging hate, dislike or raging hate. And I say to you, Michael, I love it and I want one. Why don't you just come up here and talk to us about this? Dis-
0: oh. Dislike and raging hate. Come on up, man. Let's see what you got.
1: Okay, <laughs> you're going to have to. <laughs> I, la- I like the warm-up dance coming up here to the, to the platform. Hey, just come sit on my lap, Michael. You
2: never know what's going to happen.
1: <laughs> Way to dress up, too, for the event. That's nice. Let's nice see you dress up wearing a button-up shirt and stuff. Yeah. Um people listening more.
2: I don't know. The deeper I sink
1: into this. Okay, we might we'll have to give him one of our mics.
0: Yeah, he can borrow mine.
1: Okay, dis- you said you said cyber truck, dislike or raging hate.
2: Yeah. You gotta put the
1: mic up by your face.
2: I'm thinking. Who likes a Cybertruck? One, two, five out of a million? <laughs> yeah. There's uh,
1: out of the 150,000 people that are in the, the audience today. Yeah,
2: the listeners, nobody raised their hand. <laughs> Not one person.
1: <laughs> They're in their car
2: right now going, yes, I want one. Okay, front row, you raised your hand. Why do you like it? Is it the look? Sexy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is your wife a Rubik's Cube? <laughs> What's <laughs> sexy about that? <laughs> you look at that thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a Gumby, <laughs> okay, it's sexy. Anyone agree <laughs> with that? I mean, it's the like blockiest lines. I mean, I can't argue with it. It's personal preference, right? What else, though? Is anything else good about it besides the sex appeal? Like, anybody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, I get that. I there totally you go. There that. you go. I That's agree with just, this guy. Yeah yes so you, you said something about it that what? I said you said it kind of the same thing I kind of agree. what did he say I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh <clears throat> can Welcome you to can you be <laughs> somebody's got to be Maury over. Povich he said here yeah. here here we'll, go, oh, we'll okay. go out into the audience
1: this is great Woo! this is like Donahue
2: All right, my whole thing is it's every reason to love a car. It's not practical. It doesn't necessarily look good to everyone. It's going to be polarizing an opinion, but it brings out our inner five-year-old. It's the poster you'd have on your wall. It's the thing you'd be smashing into Tonkas. It's a huge toy, and I love it. I get it. I agree. Sort of I get it. It's also powerful as hell. Oh, we got... Okay, 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 now we're doing this. This is good. (laughs) Friend of the show, Jordan.
0: Jordan. Hello, long-time listener. <laughs> first, first time well that's not true second time talker um but in my theory i don't like the car personally i think it's awful popular
2: opinion yeah Woo. rational opinion it's
0: mean looking which might be a draw i don't know mm-hmm. if you want to bump people in the <laughs> on the roads on the 15 like why not just take them out <laughs> but it's totally a status symbol, right? Like you have something that a lot of people
2: don't have, mm-hmm. and it's very obvious. Like when you're driving along on the road, that hey, that's a Tesla. So yeah. that's my theory as to why a lot of people
0: really like, truly like the Cybertruck. Sure.
2: I don't know. Yeah, vanity. Yeah, yeah. I'm kidding. <laughs> well, Tesla's always been about vanity. <laughs> uh, yeah. So here's the thing. And sorry, Andy, I'm, I'll give this back to you in just a second. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's so ugly. <laughs> <laughs> and that's not what I'm trying to say. It just like came out of me. <laughs> it's just involuntary. <laughs> so I get that, that it's like, it's, it's departing from the tradition. Because every other car out here, you look out here, they all are the same thing. I totally get like that departure. But it was such a drastic departure from the norm that it went from like, I mean, this is like I eat cereal for breakfast, and <laughs> now I'm gonna eat uh, nails. Nails, nails, yeah, with barbecue <laughs> sauce on them. Like it was like that much. Well, of as a long as it had barbecue me. sauce on it. I don't know, <laughs> we'll barbecue some nails. <laughs> but I get that there's like appeal from it being different. I just don't agree that that even should have made it to production. Like it's such a swing. So then anyone that's like, oh, it's so cool, it's so beautiful. It's sexy, what? Here's, here's why I like it. Like your pocket knife, sexy? Cause it looks like that, you know? <laughs> it's like just such a weird, like angles, 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 tire, 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 that's a car. Yeah. Oh, no, come on. Here's why
1: I like the design. Kay. I will never own one by the way, cause I, I won't be able to afford one. But here's why I like the design. I like it that it's a better truck. It's actually functionally a better truck than any of the trucks on the market. I like that for one. More torque, more towing capacity. Mm. Like I do like that because I think the truck industry itself just kinda like doesn't do anything new ever. And it's all the same. They cater to like one character. Okay. But I also I also like it and I would I would liken this to product design or UX design. When you look at all of our products, they're all the same, right? Yeah. Just like when you look outside uh, they're all becoming more utilitarian, right? So like back in the 60s, 70s, you had freaking you had sweet, sweet ass cars. Like you had cars that had different designs, you had all kinds of different stuff, right? And I like that this is like a, it's like a shot it's like a shot of that. Yeah. It's like way on the other end of the spectrum. <laughs> but like imagine like uh like a 57 Chevy with the big fins and stuff. Like imagine somebody doing that, you have the same reaction. But that car actually was in production, exists, people love it, right? Yeah. Like, and to your point, I think that's, that's what, that's why those cars existed in the first place, because they were experimenting with design. And I think our, our UIs are that same way. Like as we're designing, as we're like redesigning our UI at Canopy, it's like the same thing. I'm always like looking at it going, this just looks like everybody else. <laughs> do you have, do you have anything?
0: No, I mean, I'm, I'm along the same lines. Like I really like the boldness. Um, that, that they have, that and they're just doing it because they can. I don't think they're relying on that <laughs> for a lot of income or anything.
2: <laughs> but, yeah, but there's like but, four bajillion pre-orders and they made all this money. It's crazy to me that things, that happened. Right? And maybe it's, there's a whole combination of thing. Uh, yeah. You guys have convinced me a little bit <laughs> in the other direction. Well, that's, we've done Your our comment, job. it touched me, it's it did. <laughs> <sighs> I don't know. One thing yeah, I think I is know.
0: weird though I am going to come to your side a little bit. There's a weird thing about there we it. Go. The the interior Us dash is a big solid slab of marble. Mhm. Like, all of a sudden, we have like a kitchen in our car. <laughs> yeah. so I, yeah, that's a little cool. actually.
2: That convinced me to like it. <laughs>
1: now I'm thinking like Kramer, you know, making a salad in the shower. Like we're just trying to do multiple things while you're driving. That's yeah. what everybody's trying to do. They're trying to text. They're trying okay, to make a sandwich.
2: Okay. Yeah. If they put a heating element and it's self-driving to totally me. Yeah. And, to totally and I can totally cook trailer. my nails on my little, you know, <laughs> for breakfast on my dashboard. Okay, you've convinced me. The exterior, though, not sure what to do there. I understand that he's probably just thinking, what would look cool on Mars? (laughs) Cybertruck. We're gonna build that, we're gonna put it on Mars someday. All you suckers are gonna pre-order it. Let's see if it even makes it to production, who knows, in 2500, you know, when it finally makes (laughs) it into uh, production. Anyway, you've changed me a little bit. I'm gonna go back and look at it, see if I can see any of that sex appeal. Yeah, I don't know that I will, but. I do, I need to spend more time with it.
0: Yeah, I think we've learned something though. I think if you are gonna go design a new UI for your, your product, just think to yourself, what would look cool on Mars? Yes. And then design Definitely.
2: that. I would advise don't do that, <laughs> but I'm not a designer. Yeah, you know, I don't do anything, you don't have any, so, yeah. any clout here, man. Get Thanks, out guys. of here.
0: <laughs> thank you, Michael. <laughs>
1: Th- thank you for agitating our audience. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: uh, that, that's it, right? That's, that's it, it, right, Andy? That's it. So, well, thank think all of you. Thank all of you. That's right,
3: right?
1: <laughs> yeah, thank all of you for participating in this experiment. Uh, thanks, Solutions Reach. I was supposed to say, I was supposed to say Solutions Reach, apparently. Uh, so, thanks, Solutions Reach for hosting and providing food. You can have f- three or four sandwiches on your way out. Uh... <laughs> And if you're looking for a gig, uh, talk to uh, talk to Russell. Um, and thanks, uh, Product Hive. Thanks, Dave, for uh, setting it up for us. Um, and yeah, you can find Design Much anywhere, any pod- any podcast thing that you use. Uh, you can buy your own T-shirt if you want to. You can help support us. We need to buy a bigger ball machine for next time. Apparently, <laughs> yeah. so T-shirt would help that. Uh, and then. Uh, and always, we need more topics for our podcast, so we're going to try to do our podcast more regularly this year. That's our goal, Handy. right? Mm-hmm. It's to not just do it when we want to do it, but <laughs> like on a regular <laughs> yeah. basis. And uh, so we need more topics. We have a bunch already, but we want more. So if you've got more, the ones that we didn't do today that got submitted, we're going to just do on, on the podcast later. But uh, send them to us at topics at designmunch.com or d- org. I always do that. Why'd you buy the design? Why'd you buy the dot org? I didn't, Patrick. That was you, man. Oh. Um, Or you can just go to designmunch.org, and go to the contact thing and send it in. So, uh, that's it, right? That's it. That's it. Yeah. What? Okay. Bye, Andy. See you, Patrick. Okay. Um, since it's since it's more of a quiet setting, we're just gonna read from Jewel, just poetry from Jewel. If that's okay. <laughs> no. Uh, we do we do have a giveaway before we get started uh, in Design Much Tradition, and uh, your odds are better now. So this is good. Um, where's my list? Alright, do you want to give the, should we give the t-shirt away first? No, let's LaCroix?
0: start with LaCroix first.
1: Okay, we're going to give away a LaCroix Super Pack. Which means all three of these are yours. So if you really like shitty water, you can have all of them.
0: Sorry, Andy. Not cool, man.
1: Okay, uh, I got this new bingo cage.
0: <laughs> can we get a drum roll? <laughs> How does it work? Whoa, uh,
1: four. Just kidding. Who's <laughs> <It's> four? <laughs> Raise your hand if you're number four. Frank. Frank's here, right? Come get your Lacroix Super Pack, Lacroix.
0: Have fun carrying that thing. All three. All three. Of them. They're
1: all yours, man. Party on. I think I'm giving Oh, are you sure? I mean, you can give them to other people. Congratulations. Uh, Next, we're giving away the jewel book. (laughs) Just kidding. That's that's Solution Reach's book, so we'll let them keep it. Uh, Next is a
0: Design Much t-shirt? A Design
1: Much t-shirt, yes. Design Much t-shirt, which is not... We're going to custom make it for you. It's not made. Let's see, let's see. 67... Uh, Jorge? Do we have a Jorge in the house? Or George, maybe? Uh, no? Okay. Let's roll it again. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Uh, N35. <laughs> 35. You <laughs> sunk my back. <manuscript>. Uh, <laughs> De- Deanna Pearl? No? Okay this might take all day guys uh let's see oh. g fifty four fifty four fifty four fifty <laughs> four uh lauren jane lauren jane in the house okay man we got we got ten more prizes guys it's gonna take forever uh Eleven, we got uh, Ingrid's not here. I haven't seen her. Come on. Uh, Jordan, she's not here either. I didn't see her. I'm going to do like one more, and then I'm just going to look at somebody. Uh, Nilesh? Sing, Any? anybody, anybody, taggers, taggers? Okay, whoever raises their hands first. <laughs> All right, you, design much t-shirt. So just get us, uh, just come grab us afterwards. We'll get your size and everything, we'll order you one. Okay, um, I'm gonna try this again. Oh, this is the grand prize. The grand prize is a shiatsu massager. I used it once
0: <laughs> and it works. Was that shirtless, Patrick? What? Shirt, it was, shirt on, shirt off.
1: Uh, don't worry about it, Andy. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, it's part of the prize. <laughs> uh, yeah, use it once. It works great. It has heat as well as the uh, massaging
0: part. This is the big ticket item. This is the big regift,
1: guys. Whoa, whoa. 68, 68. I hope this is somebody here. Somebody, I can't say their name. Can you say that? <laughs> 68. Priyanka? Oh man. They're that gonna I've be so mad they, didn't, they, they weren't here to claim that prize. <laughs> this is exciting, guys. 52. John? Do we have a John? Anybody named John? <laughs> No. Okay, one more, one more, one more six. Uh Travis. Travis. What in the hell? Okay. Uh sixty-three, we got uh Josiah. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Uh what about uh Dave Dave Darling? Is he here? Dave Grohl, yeah! (laughs) (laughs) Okay, before we get started, so we're going to record, we're going to try recording a live podcast. I don't know if you guys have listened to our podcast. I assume at least one of you has. Do you really? By raise of hand, which one? You, just you? Who, who's actually listened to the podcast? Oh, okay, so we have people in here, all right. Okay, uh, before we get started, um, wait, what was I gonna do before we get started?
0: Um, we are gonna talk about where you can listen to the podcast oh, yeah. if you don't <laughs> listen to the podcast. So you can go to our website, designmuch.org, and see any of our, our latest episodes, even the old episodes. Um, hit us up at any, any podcast provider pretty much has our podcast, just search design much, and uh, you should be able to find us. That includes Spotify too, recently on there. Yeah, Spotify. Okay, you nervous, Andy? There's, I'm, there's I'm really nervous. There's some people looking, I don't wanna look over there. There's not
1: as many people staring at us as we thought there was gonna be, but there's people staring <laughs> at us.
0: Uh, Yeah, so the way this is going to work is um, we invited all of you to come and to submit topics to us. Um, So we are working off some some topics that were submitted and we are going to basically just do those rapid fire, um, randomly select a topic and go over it and time box that topic and then go on to the next one.
3: Uh, What's up everybody? My name is Dave Crow, uh, one of the event organizers for Product Hive. we are very excited today to be doing a, a partnership with our friends over at Design Much, first ever live podcast event. Um, so, uh, yay! Thank you. <laughs> um, just a, a couple quick announcements uh, from Product Hive, real quick. One, um, if you're not familiar with Product Hive, uh, we do usually at least a couple events a month for product managers and UX designers. So. Uh, you can find out about all those upcoming events on Meetup.com. Just look us up there, um, and then as well, we also have a mentorship program, and uh, signups for that actually close tomorrow. So, uh, if you're interested in being a mentee or a mentor, um, I know we're almost always a little short on the mentor side. So, if you're even just like you know a few years into your career, and you'd be willing to meet with somebody one uh, every other week for the next couple months, like. Uh, go sign up for that program. It's kind of a it's a great way to uh, kind of level up our our talent here in Utah across the board. So you can go there. Uh, go to I think it's producthive.org/mentors, and check that out. Uh, I think that's everything I have for Product Hive. Uh, thanks to Solution Reach for hosting, and where do Russ is going to come up and tell you a little bit about what they do.
0: Hey, so thanks, this is Solution Reach. We um, facilitate healthcare messaging between patients and providers. We are hiring right now, both PM and UX. So if solving challenges in the healthcare space is something that interests you, um, ping me in the Slack channel. Uh, Russell Jack is my name, so thanks.